This episode contains coarse language. G'day, g'day, g'day. We're back. We are back. How was your summer? I worked all the way through. I didn't do anything that I had planned to do for the podcast. Just full, dis- full disclosure. <laughs> we <found> the <laughs> to the negatives. <laughs> you should have been like, yeah, it was so busy. We were having so much fun. Unfortunately, some things didn't get done. <laughs> too many words. Why you- I know. Why being around the bush. Just get to the point. Roz did well, not- it is a podcast. That's what we're here to do. We're here to chit chat, right? We are here to chit chat. Okay. I wanted to come up with a jingle for the podcast during the break. We are sans jingle at this stage, but it's still on the to-do list. I still want to do it. It just didn't get done because I decided to keep working and take on more jobs as Adam and I like to do. (laughs) I know. Um, Yeah, I was also um, working maybe like three jobs at one stage um, just to keep busy, but um one of the jobs have gone by the side now and now we're back with the podcast it almost worked out perfectly because my (laughs) my independent contracts are wound up as well now they're done and now we've got time to do the podcast this is perfect and there are so many like damn COVID updates we're still speaking about COVID I know Um, we should just stop out our podcast is no longer about travel (laughs) yeah pretty much it's about COVID (laughs) travel that's what it should be called you're right it's just COVID travel you're dead right (laughs) um so that's essentially what this episode is going to be about just some um backdrop as to what has been occurring how summer was traveling in COVID Mm -hmm. and what's to come in COVID but we do have some interesting news for our listeners In our last episode in season one, we had said that there were some ideas in the mix and we have how true to some of these. So where are we going? We're going to Nashville. (laughs) (laughs) That could be the jingle. How's that? (laughs) I might have to include that. That might have to be the beginning of the episode from now on. That's how the episode. Yeah, exactly. So we're off to Nashville. And to be honest, it's in October. I never know the dates. Roz has changed the dates a few times or maybe once and she's like is it okay for me to change and I'm like honestly I I will probably know that we're going like I only do like one week intervals so remind me one week before that I'm I'll remind you one week before that we're going to Nashville I don't know how you live like that because I've got my travel scheduled all the way through 2022 so we operate a little bit differently in those fashions But we are going to Nashville. We've both, both of us have never been, which is exciting. Which Um, is what is needed also with this idea as well. Because if we had gone before, we would have preconceived ideas as to what to do and how to do it. Exactly. And I think a lot of this is, I I personally don't want to do any research. I want to go. Because the whole idea, right, is that we ask locals what to do. What did the locals do? Not do, what did locals recommend tourists to do, but what they would be doing. What they would be. And our example is going to be like, I'm in New York here and you would never tell someone to go even near, remotely near Times Square. Right. So it's like living and breathing 
you know, your city, where would you go? What are there? you be doing those today? hidden gym gems? Exactly. I actually saw yesterday on Instagram, a friend posted something that said, I hate when people say, I want to go there and do what the locals do. And they refer to San Diego. And then the person's reply is like, so you want to pay extraordinary tax, high rent prices and cry at night. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could be lots of places. Like that's the same with New York. Um, I'm like dog sitting. I'm like dog sitting right now. With It's actually my dog, but I'm in a studio apartment and I'm like, oh, bless his little heart because it's just not the same size as how he lives in Los Angeles with his mum. He comes to visit dad and he's in a shoebox apartment. So, Oh, bless him. He's like, I'm, well, I mean, you do have a little bag for him. So maybe his whole world is like the size of that bag. <laughs> no, he is. He's here. After Nashville, you're visiting me. And I you am. in this shoebox apartment. So oh. I've already, <laughs> I've spoken to a friend to be like, uh, I might need to crash at your place just so that there's, there might be some room, but we'll see. We'll wing it. We'll, we'll wing see. it. I'm a good house guest. After having so many house guests myself, it's like, I, I feel like I'm a good one. I've had good, I, I've had good reports back when I stay with people. So, and I was telling Roz how the other night it was Monday and we were <laughs> out, me and some friends until 5 a.m. So, are you ready? She's taking a sip <laughs> of her drink. <laughs> shaking my head. We're, and we're no longer, are we drinking on, on the episodes now? I'm doing this whole sobriety thing, but are you going to have I some haven't wine? been drinking much recently. And that's, I think, just because like, I did some psychedelics recently and did a little trip. And just after that, I decided there are things I want to change. So mm-hmm. I haven't drunk as much, but also during the summer, having worked so much, I couldn't afford to have that really big day of a hangover. Right. I had to be productive on the Mondays. So there yes. were very few times that I mean, it sounds super boring, but it is what it is. I'm not at the point where I could just bounce back the next day and be super creative and, and efficient at work if I'm hungover. So now my time it. starts to party. Like I'm a September, October person when the tourists right. leave and San yes. Diego is just the locals. That's when I start to like, you know, do my thing. So. And there is a idea of another episode is to have psychedelics. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Psychedelics I mean, it's in the there. We have a lot of ideas. We want to do episodes on travel insurance. We want to do episodes on festivals and retreats. Uh, we want to do, I mean, we'll talk more about what's coming up next in next episode later in the, uh, in this episode, but we've got a lot of ideas and Adam and I haven't been in the same room. I don't know how many years it's been. That's it's been long. <laughs> Um, it was probably know. my first wedding. So yeah, <laughs> I look for people <laughs> listening. Yep, I have been married multiple times, and it was probably 2010, 2010, um, 11. I think it was, was 10. Around then. So okay. Well, it's been at least a decade that we have not been in the same room together. And now we're gonna go to Nashville and spend a week together in New York. <laughs> Yes, and I will also be on the West Coast um, in two weeks. So I was trying to see if I can weasel my way down to you, but you're a little, you're busy. We're all busy. It's summer, we're busy. Um, I'm going so we'll to see. a yoga retreat. I'm going to a wellness retreat. So we'll have episodes, I think, on that as well. Just the retreat business is booming. It's booming. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on COVID fatigue and wants yes. to refresh and retreat themselves. 
Yes, so, and I yeah. think that's an interesting thing. I think at the start of COVID, everyone was kind of like drinking their way through it. Right. And now, <laughs> now that it's go- gone longer than expected, people are now looking at kind of being healthy and, yes. you know, removing certain toxicities in their life. Um, I know a few people in my world that are also doing retreats as well, just for their um, mental state. Definitely. So that would be a good course. Roz will lead the way on that. Um, and <laughs> I'll just pretend to know what I'm doing. Well, it's always good when one of us knows more because they can lead. You know, it, it's how it works with us. One of us is always savvier than the other on a topic. And that's why it balances out well. Yes. And I'm sure we'll do a points episode again for season two Mm -hmm. um I am no longer professionally doing that I've gone into (laughs) an event capacity so maybe there's going to be another event episode but there will be more guest appearances because we love our friends of the podcast we do we love our guests guests just add to the already existing awesome atmosphere and they bring with them more information or a different perspective or something. So I think it'll actually be really great to have a follow-up on the events because events are changing. You know, we thought, right, in, ep- in the episode we did with Haley, there was in. like, you know, fall was when everything was being done. Mm-hmm. And now what's happening? Pushed. Pushed. <laughs> <laughs> Every- <The> word- pushed. <laughs> pushed. It has been pushed to, yeah, 2022. Can you believe it? I thought it was just yesterday that we were saying 2020. It does um, feel yes, like that. <laughs> it's 2022, a little bit of a tongue twister for me. Or they're going virtual. So a lot of the fall um, events are, are going virtual. So, you know, more episodes to come on that. But what else? Do you have anything else you wanted to touch on since I, since our hiatus? Mm-mm, no, let's just get into these damn COVID updates. Let's keep let's it, it short, succinct for our listeners Um, So what we're going to talk about is the COVID-19 update, which is the Delta variant. Because when we closed out in episode 10, season one, there was no variant. There was no Delta variant. (laughs) Last episode was in May. So early May. So it's been quite a number of months since we've done anything. And so there's a lot that's happened. You know, uh, uh, travel did open up. It did. Every episode in, in season one, towards the end was more and more openings and excitement. Mm -hmm. And now Mm -hmm. what's happening now? So the vaccine passports, and I do this with the inverted commas, right? Because anybody in the travel industry knows that vaccines are required for travel. There are some places that you need to have certain ones and some places where it's just recommended. This is commonplace in the travel industry. And now that this COVID vaccine is more readily required for travel than other vaccines have been previously, it's causing a little bit of disruption in the in the masses. But I'm just going to say, deal with it. <laughs> deal with it. It's, it's what the other countries want, right? You can bark and moan about it as much as you like within your own country. But if you want to travel, this is now something that you have to work with. Right. And it's for the safety of everyone around them and on mm-hmm. the aircraft as well. And you, you would, let's like... Let's cut the shit. Let's just go real talk, right? I love real talk. So the real talk is, let's just say you're anti-vaccine and Mm. let's just say you are able to travel on an aircraft and go on vacation. Why would you? You might get sick. And do you really want to be sick in a foreign country? I know I don't. I know I I can't afford to. Right. (laughs) And depending on where you go, you know, 
uh, you don't know if it's socialized medicine. You know, I would hate to imagine, I know that right now people aren't allowed to come into the US, but imagine coming into the US. I know Ros's face is shook. Yeah, imagine coming into the US, getting sick, and then, you know, getting that bill at the end of the day. Like, people I who are fr- listening who are foreigners to America. Yes. You better have travel insurance when you come here, okay? You better yes. get that. A friend of mine passed out on a bus, um, went to the emergency just for some fluids, just for IV thousand? fluids, 10,000. Mm, there we go. Mm-hmm. But travel insurance covered it. So what I'm saying is like, look, we don't really care about your opinion and stuff like that. You know, at the, the end of the day, yeah, facts are facts. Facts are facts, guys. You kind of just have to do it. Um, A, for the safety of yourself, B, for the safety of others, C, for the safety of, you know, a different country's citizens. And the respect of their rules. Like, at the end of the day, that's what the rules are. So the vaccines, if you want to travel, are going to be required. I mean, we've seen it now. Now businesses are slowly starting to even do it. Uh, Actually, I say that in, in Europe, you know, France, have required it just to go to the grocery stores. Italy are doing the same thing. So it's rolling out much more heavily than it is in the US. And so if you think that that's going to change as far as travel is concerned, then you're sorely mistaken. Because if it's at that local level that the vaccines required, you best bet that it's not going to be not required to come into the country as a tourist. Exactly. So just think a little bit more in depth as opposed to it's a freedom of choice. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what? It is a freedom of choice. So it you, is. If you, yeah, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't choose to go, like if you don't choose to vac- vaccinate, then you're choosing not to travel. Right. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. it. Done. And, it. You know, and the cruises too. Cruises are virus hives on a good day. Okay. Now you introduce COVID. And there's already been outbreaks on ships. I, for one, would not want to be stuck on a ship with a bunch of people who are getting sick. I mean, there's a documentary, I think, on HBO about the ship at the beginning of COVID, the one that was docked near Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, that just, no. no. Um, and to, further to my point at the start or a little <laughs> moment ago, is that, like, would you want to get sick on a cruise ship? Like, there's already, like, seasickness and you know, that sea legs and to put a COVID sickness on top of that as well. And the fact that with COVID, you can't get off the boat and go and see a doctor there. You have to stay in the and rely on other people to maintain your safety. That for me is the biggest thing. I'm like, I want to be in my own space if I'm sick. I don't want to be in a tiny little cabin where I have to rely on people to bring me things all day. You know, it's just- so Well, yeah, I don't know how that works. In. Yeah, I don't know. locked in. Yeah, but who's feeding them? I wouldn't. Staff. The staff. You think the staff are going to like give them food? That's how it worked out. If I was a cruise staff, I would not want to like wait on some idiot. Right, but somebody has to. Somebody has to. It ain't me. Anyway, I can't. (laughs) We're not signing up for that job. Yeah, I'm not working on a cruise ship anyway. Hell no. You know, but like other countries as well. These these COVID vaccine rollouts, like I'm going to use my girlfriend, for example, she recently, she's in Croatia right now. I'm so jealous because everything looks wonderful and everything looks great. She's in Croatia at the moment, you know, and she had her flights canceled on her from British Airways like three or four times before they even got like leading months leading up to this trip. And at one point on the fourth cancellation, she's her and her boyfriends called me and they're like, what should we do? 
should we go to London or try somewhere else? And I'm sitting there and you know, their, their, their suggestion was Rome. They wanted to go to Rome instead. Mm. And I said, okay, let's look at the facts. Yes, it's very difficult to get into the UK. You have to not only have the vaccine, but multiple COVID tests as well. But once you're in, you're in. Once you're in, everything's open, everything's available. There's no capacity restrictions. There's no rules on museums. You just go about your life, right? But Italy, you have to have the COVID vaccine to go in or a negative PCR test. And then once you're in, there are restrictions on how long that PCR test is valid for if you want to go do tourist things, right? So if you don't have the vaccine, you then have to get a negative PCR test every time you want to do a tooth traction. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? Like just the nuances of having to test that regularly on your vacation. I'd rather get it done in the beginning and then enjoy my trip than have to every day think about what I'm doing ahead of schedule and plan my tests around that. Right. And I um, I have a friend who came back from Mykonos and, you know, the weeks that he's away, you know, it's a, a huge gay scene. And, you know, the thing that he was very mindful of is the PCR test coming back into the US. He was, you know, being very mindful, being very safe, just because, you know, you do have the requirement to get back into the country. And if you do get COVID, then you're stuck with wherever you may be for an at least another two weeks until the, that PCR comes back. Yeah, and negative. all the expenses that go along with that and all the inconvenience of having to reschedule things that you might have happening in the next two weeks back at home. Right, and sometimes, you know, when you're on vacation, you're on vacation, you might not bring all of your work stuff. And depending on even what you're doing for work and occupation, yes. you might not be able to work remotely. Right. So just... Keep all these things in mind. I think even season one, episode one, we were just like, you know, keep informed. Set your keep... expectations. <laughs> yes, do the expectations. And, you know, when we last pieced out on season one, we were like, summer loving, here we are. Party, 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 here we go. Party, party, party. And <clears throat> it didn't really work out that way, um, even through Europe. And a lot of places still had a curfew. And a lot of places, did you hear this one? I don't know if I told you, but that that for like one or two weeks, Mykonos banned any venues. And I mean, it included the bodega on the corner store from having music play. <laughs> did someone die? No. I say that really because in Cuba, like Cuba, when I, yeah, when I went to Cuba, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like 10 days of mourning where there's no, no music, no fun. I'm like, no, it was. Die? It was just a COVID thing where- That's the way to stop to, people from having fun. Yes, there was no music allowed. So there's That's all so these funny. crazy, <laughs> yeah, crazy <laughs> wacky theories and ideas that are around. So just, I know Thailand was one of the countries as well. God, that- Thailand is a mess, is <laughs> yes. a mess. I don't even know where to begin yes. with what they were yes. doing. Uh, it, it was, it's very interesting, each country's response. <laughs> and, you know, Roz knows that my trigger word is Australia COVID response. <laughs> <laughs> I will flip the table that I'm speaking on right now. But again, Australia is insane. And we, as Australians, originally when it had happened, we were like, oh yeah, Australia is crazy. We'll push back travel until, you know, mid- 2021 
Yeah. We're now at the end of August and they are still in complete lockdown. I was talking to my sister. She was kind of annoying because um, <laughs> she's she, their ideology of how they should function is it's just irrational. It's irrational. And it's a year behind the trend. Right. Like they, they can't use everybody else's data to see that what their ideology is, is completely mistaken. Like you've got a world of people who have lived through this now and you think that what, I mean, go on and tell them what they think their ideology is because it's just. Well, I just, I was telling her that because uh, they want like zero cases mm-hmm. and I was telling her that it, unfortunately COVID is going to be a thing like the flu where you'll get a booster shot every, you know, eight months or whatever. Um, and it's just something we have to live with. So get used to all these requirements and so forth, but, you know, closing down a state or the full country like New Zealand did to get to zero cases, I think is unrealistic. I mean, it it worked in the beginning, right? But now they've got cases and because they've been in lockdown in Australia for so long and just the listeners who are non-Australians know the lockdown hasn't been consistent it hasn't been like they've been in lockdown for a year and a half they are thrown into lockdown sporadically right so every time a case pops up and it could be literally two or three cases they are thrown into lockdown so you can imagine living like that where everything is fully open fully closed fully open fully closed that is very difficult for anybody to deal with and then now people are so over that that they are breaking the rules behind closed doors, which is leading to greater numbers of cases. So they're going to have extended lockdowns. And Australia has actually, I mean, it's very, it's very uh, detailed, but they even have like QR codes where you scan when you go into a place now. So they can track, if you end up with COVID, they can track and see what your QR codes and see where you were to where the cases came from, which is actually quite genius. I'm going to say, I'm going to pay them the, the, the kudos on that. That's actually pretty great. You can track it that well. But now they're getting mystery cases. And I asked my brother about this. I go, is a mystery case just a liar? And he's like, yes. <laughs> so people <laughs> yes. are partying behind closed doors. Mystery cases are popping up. And mystery cases are people just not wanting to admit that they, you know, did something that I mean, shouldn't have. That shit would never fly here in the would US. Never. That would you never. would like, it. people would be like freaking out that they're like monitoring where you are and monitor like selling data to it's ironic all these- we all have iphones and my iphone knows what i said to myself yesterday <laughs> it's been showing me red dresses for the last week now you know oh, i'm sure i'm sure i am sure so yes um the point of the situation that we were saying is that every country is having a different response um, and it changes momentarily does so what we're going to segue into with this delta variant and I'm sure after the Delta variant, there's another variant and then another variant and another variant. Yes, there is another one coming. I still don't know the name of it, but it starts with an S, right? I think so. Yeah. So don't quote us on it just in case it was wrong. But I'm we pretty think- sure there is another one. I was listening to the IATA <laughs> podcast yesterday and there's definitely one in the ranks. Um, and uh, so, so what is our thesis, our hypothesis? I don't think there's going to be lockdowns. I don't think we'll be there'll be lockdowns and I don't think that other countries will I think capacity limits will be replaced with vaccine requirements. Mm-hmm. So where we saw capacity limits in travel will now be replaced with as long as you have a vaccine you can come into this restaurant. 
Mm-hmm. So that's what we'll see. Because I, I saw in, um, I saw, do you have, do you have the Citizen app? I don't. No. Oh, you should so get into it. Um, <laughs> I'll go into that offline, but I was. Tell uh, the listeners, what's the Citizen app? So the I'm- Citizen app is, it's, uh, it's an app. It's like a safety app. Well, it's meant to be a safety app where all the police reports get. Oh God. Yeah, you have access. For example, if there's a robbery at your local Starbucks, it'll say robbery at X. I don't know if I want to know these things. <laughs> well, then you don't go to Starbucks during that time. Where here in New York, you get notifications all the time, like man yeah. stabbed, like, but they're random as well. Like, you, it's pretty funny some of the ones that come through. A bit. Um, but they do, they do have a great news resource, which is why I mentioned them. That it turns out that currently in New York City, point 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 three three percent of hospitalizations are those who are vaccinated. So all of these increased hospitalizations are people who are un vaccinated Mm. so that's why it's true that it's important to be vaccinated why like indoor it's coming so as to the point you were making it's not really a capacity level and I know a ton of people who have COVID right now and they have been vaccinated that happens it's not a cure it's a vaccine um, but they're not being hospitalized. It's just like a, a flu, a virus. Right, just and, unwell. You know, rest is, yeah. will, will help you. So that's why it's, again, capacities hopefully won't be cut. Yes. Um, but proof of vaccine. And I think though, like, I think my one annoyance with the whole vaccine thing is, I mean, I'm, I'm clearly pro-vaccine, but I do think there needs to be a workaround for people who cannot vaccinate. Albeit, it's not going to be easy, but like I had a girlfriend who had like half facial paralysis after getting the Pfizer vaccine. Mm-hmm. She was told not to get the second one. So what's her position now? She's not allowed to be vaccinated. She's been told if you get it, it's your, we're saying we don't recommend it because we don't know what's going to happen. Right. So I do think there needs to be something available for the people who want to travel, who want to be, live their life, but cannot be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But that's why the people who can be vaccinated get vaccinated because it helps protect the people who are compromised. Right. That's what I feel. I'm like, okay, I'm doing it because you can't do it. But anyway, to the point again, with the Delta variant and travel, you know, I think that that's going to be the case that we're not going to see capacity limit put in place again. It's going to be taken, taken over by, you have to have a vaccine to come in. And back to what we were saying earlier about traveling and, you know, things changing day to day with the COVID updates, each country is doing their own thing. And if you choose to travel, you have to be so on top of it so on top of it and prepared prepared like my girlfriend who i was talking about who went to croatia you know it's frustrating and she took it such in her stride she's like yeah it's annoying but i kind of expected this i'm like good because you should (laughs) i'm not gonna lie to anybody if you're planning travels be ready for frustration because it is just does exist this is the way it is now at the moment right and I had clients who were opting to pay a lot more to go on the nonstop service just to prevent transferring through different um, airports and connections and so forth, just because of the different requirements. And if you are going somewhere, um, like I had a client who was going to Cairo Mm -hmm. and he was going by Frankfurt, he was using points 
So he used Lufthansa across to Frankfurt and then was using Egypt Air down to Cairo. Mm-hmm. They had both had separate requirements and he was stopped in Frankfurt, was denied boarding in Cairo. Oh, so to, Yes. And it, it was, was the Bon Jovi song. We're halfway there. I know. <laughs> so he had to leave the airport, get a like second PCR test. So then, and I, so yeah. he and the issue because I like spoke to him to be like getting the tea. I was like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, like what happened was he didn't print out the PCR test. He had it on his phone. And then Egypt Air, there was like a section that was kind of cut, cut off from like the email. Yeah, or the yeah. and they couldn't see it. And then they couldn't verify some information. So he yeah. had to redo it. So, you know, it could be the smallest of detail could deny you boarding. I don't remember which episode it was. We talked about conundrums in Egypt and issues of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Shenanigans. Right. (laughs) So make sure everything is perfect because Mm -hmm. some places will use it as an excuse to deny you just because they're being pains in the asses, unfortunately. I actually do have another client who was refused boarding through no fault of her own, none. And the airline then admitted it about 72 hours later. So that's annoying that she had everything she needed, but the airline screwed up. So what do we think about how the future of travel is going to go throughout fall and winter? Because it is going to be like more grim. You know, summer is where, you know, things are being lacked. Look, tourism isn't even open to the US. People aren't allowed to come in. I deal with a lot of like UK clients and they are still not permitted to come to the US for non-essential travel. So that's interesting that we still through summer, when the world opened up to us, we didn't open up to the world. Right. And our cases were still quite (laughs) high with the Delta variant. So do you think that the EU will close Hmm. their borders again for fall and, you know, maybe, I hate to say Christmas, Damn, you were, meant to, you were meant to do your waltzing in Austria. I, I mean, that wasn't happening this year. I was like, I'm not doing that until I can actually waltz in Austria. But also <laughs> I have a really good friend who actually I'm meeting up for lunch with soon who's meant to go see family because her husband's Welsh and they're going over there. So I hope that that's not the case because that's going to put a lot of people, you know, for the holidays out. But, you know, we did see that happen originally. Mm-hmm. But then every country on its own started opening up. So I wonder if if each country will put up their own barriers to us mm-hmm. or if it'll be a broader EU approach. I think they're going to have talks tomorrow in regards to what oh, they're thinking. So we'll wake up tomorrow with an update as well. <laughs> Probably. But what what are we guessing? What are, what are you guessing? Let, let's <sighs> do a guess. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, because the tourism money is good. Like for countries like Iceland who have got their shit under control, why would they vote yes? It doesn't make sense. (laughs) Well, I guess everything called safety. (laughs) But they've got great protocol in place is my point. It's like Iceland is letting tourism in, but they're not seeing a great rise in cases because they've got great protocol in place. But more and more countries in Europe are having higher cases like Germany, 
France. Yeah, and they're doing like curfews and Spain still have mask requirements, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Spain is an interesting one because that that changes often as mm. well. So all right, well, we don't know what the future brings. At the end of season one, we were ready to party. Now we're back talking about COVID. I didn't <laughs> think that it would be so prevalent us talking about it, you know, a few months on, but at right. least the remainder of our season will have the COVID updates and we'll be focused on COVID still. Yeah. And you know, in next episode though, so next episode, while this idea was always something I we wanted to do was always something we wanted to do it's becoming more prevalent now because people are running into issues at the airport right people mm-hmm. are running into big issues at the airport so the next episode while is somewhat related to COVID is not <laughs> you know this is something that we've always I've always wanted to impart on the people I want to give you these golden nuggets of how to handle I'm calling it the sticky business at the airport because it's a pain in the ass. It's frustrating. It's annoying. But if you can know what we know as industry professionals, you might just remove some of the nuances in your way. And it's not even just at the airport. It's also when your flight has been canceled in advance. Yeah. Knowing your rights. And for, yeah. And for example, let's just go back to this guy who was flying with Lufthansa mm. and then an onwards journey with a different airline who's responsible for what. And yes. this guy did use his United points. So that makes it more difficult where it's a United coaches. Yes. <laughs> flying on the aircraft of multiple airlines. What do you do? So we're going to tell you the IATA ruling. And we will tell you what you can push back on. Um, we love a good pushback um, and know your rights is what Roz is what, what we were saying. So yeah. it's not COVID related, but it's come probably, about because of all the headaches. Yeah. About 80% of my bookings uh, did have flight cancellations. My direct so- flight to come visit you originally was changed. You know, I'd booked myself a great deal on on points and it was cancelled and I had it was a direct flight to New York from San Diego and they rerouted me through Charlotte and I said no but the direct flight had been cancelled for that day so even domestically direct flights between big hubs are mm-hmm. being cancelled right you know <laughs> right to New York City I'm like this is not me going to little town it's going from big city to big city cancelled for the whole day there wasn't one at all right so you're going to run into this and you need to know what you have to ask for to at least get the best solution possible within the rules. Right. And listening to us for an hour next week is going to save you a lot of, you know, annoyance in the future, because if you get it right on the first callback, you're not calling and calling and calling because whole times right now are insane. They're astronomical. I mean, I, I am glad that my focus is light elsewhere i hope that i don't need to call an airline ever again like, yeah never i'm not again. gonna say ever again but anytime soon just anytime during the pandemic yeah hopefully hopefully <laughs> you know that episode might even end up being a two-parter because there is so much to go through there's so much so and we have a ton of examples <laughs> We have a ton of personal examples. We have a ton of friends' examples. Right, right. You can even get people on the show, like, tell us what happened. Tell us how we would Actually, if you're listening it. to this and you have had a cancellation. Or a horror story. Or a horror story. 
slide into our DMs and let us know what it's about because we will respond and tell you what should have been done. Hopefully. Hopefully you weren't taken advantage of, but we'll let you know what other alternatives might have been available to you that the airline didn't necessarily offer. Right. So what are our details while you're while we're on it? Yes. So it's mates rates podcast on Instagram. And if you want to email us, it's contactmatesrates at gmail.com. So <laughs> which I don't check. Roz will there's check. Nothing in there. I recommend that you use the Instagram and catch us there. And then if you want to reach out to us individually as well, I'm ask Roz. She travels with periods in between each word and Adam, whose IG handle I love. I know it is. McCoo underscore McWatt underscore McAdam. Never gets old. Never. Never, <laughs> Never gets will get old. That. Exactly. So are we wrapping it up? Is this We're, episode one wrapped? That's a wrap. That's a wrap on episode one. We've given our COVID-19 hypothesis for the next foreseeable future, what we think is going to happen. And keep listening because this, I promise you next week's episode is, it's the truth bomb that you need to survive airline nightmares you will definitely learn something from next week's episode 100 percent. 100 percent. 100 everybody will learn something all right well that's episode one done that's a wrap we'll see you all in a couple weeks yeah yeah bye